0: And welcome back to the Lambatii Show. I am T joined here by our co-host, or rather, host uh, for the weekly anime recap, Mikey RP Gamer. Mikey, how you doing today? He's just I'm good, man. I'm good. They see him dancing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <It will. laughs> <It will.
0: laughs> um. But, uh, welcome back to the Lambda show. This is, uh, the weekly anime recap. We got a lot of things to cover today, including, uh, I did see something that I, you know, I, I saw it, you put it in the title, I'm like, yes, he is covering it. I think you know what I'm excited for. Um, yeah, it hit here. me by
1: surprise, my dude. I was like, wait, what?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, if you go over to our website, you'll see that, uh, we have completely revamped the website. We used to have it just... Uh one recent episode at a time going widthwise instead of lengthwise, like we have uh by twos over here. Uh it looks a little weird uh on this monitor because I have one of those wider monitors, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it it still looks really clean on most monitors, and as you see, it's by twos. You got all our icons over here, still have our Twitter over here. Uh, The About section for our host and all of our sponsors, you will see that we have, we're sponsored by GameStop, Entertainment Earth, Averted Gear, uh, People Paradise, Genki, and all things anime. So uh, yeah, we got a lot of things going on. We have also recently, for anyone who is looking for some good deals, posted an article uh, called Fantastic Holiday Discounts on PC and Gaming Equipment, so if you're looking for... To upgrade your setup or start up a setup for a relatively affordable, I took price and affordability into the equation. I think the most expensive thing is 160 but it's like a $280 monitor on sale for 160 but most things are under $100, uh, including the C922 webcam, which, you know, I, we got a whole bunch of things in here and stuff, but they're all... On sale, and all you got to do is, you know, for example, if you're interested in this Logitech G432 wired headset, all you got to do is click the link. It'll take you over to the page where you can actually take a look at it and add it to your cart. And uh, not only do you get a good deal, but you help support the show in the process.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But my personal favorite sponsor out of all of them is Genki. Uh, Mikey, do you know what Genki is? I've heard all the... I think my granddad uses it, if I'm honest. You know, it is what it is. Genki is very similar to Honey. um, And the fact that they do scour the web to try to give you good deals. uh, And they automatically apply them in your cart at checkout. uh, And... If you use our link to install Genki and pin it to your taskbar, the great thing about it is that's all you will ever have to do, and you can support our show just by doing that, because after it's pinned to your taskbar, you're linked to us every time you make a purchase, you support the show, so you don't have to change nothing about your normal shopping habits or anything, and you still find a way to support the show. That's why I like Genki so much. you know, hot. I, it's awesome, right?
1: It's hot. It's hot, mate. So, uh, how's the food, bro? How's the food? Well, my missile texts me to say it's ready so we're gonna do something different. We're gonna start off with a piece of hot, hot news first. Instead, uh, Would that hot news quickly? happen to be
0: that you're trying to get out of choosing what Final Fantasy game you play next?
1: Yes, but we're gonna do the sort of Online news first, because I've just quickly done a little scour and there's actually four pieces of news, Lambert, see? Four. Jeez, isn't there, is that on our Discord news? that you want to do? Or are
0: you just gonna announce it? Yeah, you just go ahead and announce it. And um,
1: yourself, uh... if if I I can, well, I could screen share some of it, but honestly, it's easier for me just to just read it out. Fair enough. Um, just, uh, just read it out. What do we got? So first bit of news is a game. Uh, we we were teased about it a little bit earlier on, but we finally one day ago, November sixth, uh, had an official announcement with the full name and everything. What's the name? So of update. It? Sword Art Online Last Recollection has been announced for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S and PC coming in 2023.
0: I'm just saying anyone who's looking to play a game with Lambert himself, uh, I will be copping that game. I already There's own... a
1: trailer that I'm, I I'm own
0: every single Sword Art Online game.
1: I'm I'm shooting you the link for the trailer in our DMs holy fuck. We, we, we yeah there you go. I'm gonna read this out first while you get that ready. Um, so Bandai Namco in Japan has announced a new console sword Art online game. Soda Online: Last Recollection for PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox One, Series X, and S, PC via Steam in 2023. It's an offline single player utilization will be supported alongside online with up to four players. Uh, for now, we had an announcement trailer that was in Japanese, and then I just sent LMC uh, an English trailer that was also shared.
0: Alright,
1: so let's take a look at this trailer, then. That was a, that was a trailer. i <laughs> freaking the fuck out, mate. I'm freaking the fuck out. They've done the same as the last Sword Online game, where they're doing an alternate timeline, but this time for the second half of r anime. Mm. That's what I've gathered from that. I mean, Yuji has a life of one, so that's an obvious and a given. And we've seen original characters. Um, If anyone doesn't know, the last uh, game, which was Son Online Alicization, like Chorus, I think it was, Mm -hmm. Um, it basically retold all of the first half of uh, the anime. Do you remember um,
0: the SAO game I was telling you that I lost, like, 500 hours because I thought it was going to transfer my save data over to PS5? and it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was all stays was in my course like me. All right. Yep, same up for me. And here's the thing. All right. I'm not one who usually buys anime games, if that makes sense. Uh,
1: There's i agree
0: i agree uh, i don't 100%. really think most these of them are, are good sure. but sword art online has always been good at creating their video games 100%. and being enjoyable and it seems like every time they come out with a new version of their game they they come out with it the just gets getting edition, better it gets they, better whatever was the biggest complaint they find a way to improve it from the previous uh game, which is you know much appreciated because i still remember the first couple games and i'm like these are fun but there's a lot of it. There's a lot of shit they could have done uh, You know there. the fluidity. In the, you remember the early game? The fluidity of your like attack oh, movement to get just food. Bad. I'm Gonna get my And uh, so they've always improved it. And then you add in the fact that if you like watching the anime itself, they do a very good job of keeping you uh, entertained through that aspect as well. So they provide a really good story. Uh, with lots of cutscenes, lots of optional cutscenes on top of that. And of course, it's a Sword Art Online game, so you're obviously going to have the dating mechanics. But the funny thing is, is the dating mechanics work whether you're uh, talking with the guys or the girls, that mechanics work the exact same. But it's all about building your relationship with the fellow characters, uh, building your trust with the fellow characters, and making your way through... Uh, sword art online you know whatever world they are currently dropped in uh, Ricky Kawahara and uh, SAO has just done a fantastic job when they make video games I'm like I said I'm usually not the one who would be like I want to go buy that game but someone had given it to me as a gift on a whim uh, one time for my birthday I took it I decided to play it because hey a gift's a gift we'll we'll take a look if we don't like it I get it, it didn't cost me anything. And I absolutely fell in love with the series. I did try some other anime games after this, and just, no, nothing quite struck me like SAO did. The way that their battle system has been improving, uh, game after game, their storytelling, their visuals, uh, basically all elements of their game have improved with every rendition. And no other game, anime-wise, has been able to catch my eye quite like SAO. So I'm thankful for the person who you know, like, six, seven years back bought me my first SAO game for my birthday because I would have never given this a shot and I would have missed this gem, even though I love the Sword Art Online franchise. uh, Just because prior to the SAO franchise games, every experience I had ever had with anime and games never works out. You know, I mean, there might be a couple that have worked out, but none that I have personally run across. What about you, Mikey?
1: Sorry, come me in my mouth, Phil. Give me a second. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I see. So, um, my first r- address in this trailer as a whole. So, the last game, guys, we played a retelling of the first half of Sword Art Online. And then the second half, everyone expected to go into the second half of the anime. And it didn't. They told a new story where Yuji was still alive. We had this new world tree thing. The administrator was part of the world tree and shit. And it was really well done. And Sword Online knows how to tell an original story through games. They've done it through every single game so far. Note: I would like a progressive game from you, Sword Online, one where I can go through all 100 floors. That would be nice. Thank you. Um, this looks hype as fuck. I've always wanted to go into the dark character. Okay, seeing these characters redone in game, uh, like the witch. Seeing these new original characters, which always gets me hyped to see. Please, please bring back our best girls who are original to the games. Please. I am so fucking hyped. I didn't expect we'd get another game for the same anime. Oh, I did. Um,
0: I fully expected it. Only If you look at their history and how popular they've always been, um, it seems like every, I want to say, two
1: and a half years we get a new game. I thought we might. Like I didn't think we would, but I hadn't. I had thought because when you think about it, each game that the anime is based on, the anime is usually what twelve to twenty four episodes. Yeah, and that covers one game usually. But this is double the size of any other Sao season. So that's the only other reason I was thinking maybe we will get another game. Maybe, but because the last game kind of redid the whole second half, I was like, okay, maybe we won't. I don't know. But anyway, we looks this looks hype as fuck. Uh, My only problem with the games, as always, is that they are there's always so much to do. But at the start, it can be really fucking linear. And you take a break from that shit and come back to it, you it's easy to get like really overwhelmed and overdone. Like when I had the same thing that happened with you, Lan. and I tried going back to it, doing a whole new playthrough, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm so fucking overwhelmed." So if they can get that under control. I liked the last game. They did so much better, but they put too much into it, in my opinion.
0: Well, the other thing I'd and... like to see, which I think eventually... I don't think it's going to happen in this game, but I think uh, eventually, if they keep making games, and keep making anime, I think what's eventually going to happen is they're going to improve the multiplayer experience as well, because if you haven't noticed... I don't know if you played all the Sword Art Online games, but... Mm-hmm. The first couple Sword Art Online games didn't really rely much on multiplayer, and what I mean by that is, you know, the game you could get through without going to multiplayer and having to grind with other players to get to the levels that you need in order to beat the game. Whereas, later renditions of the game, you kind of wanted to know somebody who was a higher level, Uh, so once you unlocked multiplayer aspect, he could throw you into a higher level lobby you get one hit in, he solos it from there, and you gain, like, 20 levels. Because, mm. you know, certain bits of the game, uh, you have to be extremely high level uh, in order for you to even compete, but if you, even if you're doing all the side quests, by the time you get to that area, you're still, like, 30 levels below See, the recommended.
1: So long as they can strike a balance, like, if either option works, like, I still want to be able to get to that level nicely, through main story because there are people who don't like playing with others, introverts who are introverted enough. Exactly, to play and that's and what I'm getting at.
0: Because like, I would rather play offline, and I hate trying to grind in the game. If I know that I've done all these side missions,
1: but and let me,
0: let me, I'm nowhere near where I need to be. So now you're telling me I have to go play multiplayer in order to level up fast enough to. Do something that I should have been able to do. That if I'm at this point of the game, I should be a high enough level. I'm just saying, or at Look, least I should be way. able to com- At least I should be able to compete with them. I'm okay with being under leveled if I can still compete. But if if all it takes is for them to basically breathe on me and I'm dead, that's a different story.
1: Let me put it this way, okay? If you're gonna give me an SEO multiplayer game, just give me a fucking full dive system, alright? Stop being stingy, you cunt. I mean, <laughs> but. It was supposed to be
0: released yesterday, I'm just saying.
1: I know. But if we're being real here, right, a Sword in Line RPG game like this JRPG game, where it's an anime JRPG game, okay, so it's never going to be as good as a JRPG, systems-wise, graphics-wise, whatever. I could name loads of JRPGs that are better. But it does its niche good. But keep it. Try and keep it the focus on single player. Don't branch too much into multiplayer. Like fuck me, give me multiplayer. I'm happy. I'll play with Lamb when we get it. Because <laughs> you can guarantee we'll both be getting this shit. Oh yeah. But but
0: the other thing I said when you were getting <laughs> your food is this game. They have always excelled at storytelling, just like they do in the anime, and uh, getting it off track of like the original anime to make it unique. Uh, one thing I didn't touch base on, and I'm sure you can vouch for this as well. Is I enjoy the fact that there are certain characters that are just only available in these games. And if you hadn't played previous generations. Uh, they'll they'll obviously tell you basically who they are. But you don't know the full story behind them. But they're not in the actual anime itself. So for example you got... Uh, that AI girl... Why am I having a hard time remembering names right now? So,
1: so I'm, I'm going to put one name out there straight away. Best girl, original girl, and every single SEO game is Straya. Don't even fucking at me. She mm-hmm. is the best original. That's exactly who I was talking game. about. The AI girl, Straya. Purple clothing, mm-hmm. massive fucking sword. There's yeah. another one uh, who's dressed in blue usually, who came in, in like this
0: third game, I think it was. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's one that came in during the fairy arc as well. Uh, During, I believe the game was Leaf Song. Um, Yeah, you know, there's there's quite a few that were unique to the game itself that never made it into the. Well, the latest one we've just had might have uh... made who might have made it into the movies. I don't know. Um, We just please don't spoil these movies for me because I haven't had a chance to go take a look at them yet. But
1: Medina was our latest game only character. Yeah, she was pretty cool.
0: Medina was pretty. Yeah, she was definitely pretty cool. It was she was kind of a
1: roller coaster throughout that game. You know. Um, 100%. Um, But yeah, I mean, it looks so high. Coming off the back of Alicization of Chorus as well, it's... It's just going to be great. Uh, And it's going to be an accurate... So it's been described as the game will be an accurate retelling of the game series. During the game, Kirito will find himself in the Underworld um, during the second half of the Alicization arc. So if they follow the events of the last game, I imagine the first like quarter of the game will be true to the anime and then the rest of it will be original content if i had to predict um they seem to have that kind of vibe a lot and that's kind of how like they that's the trend they follow uh rev says dot hack sold dot line mate don't even get me started don't turn into dot hack i like the game as a te- separate series i know uh, they
0: also came out with a mobile game but i couldn't really get into the mobile game but that's also because i you know, I, I I never really could get into mobile games. If I'm being completely mm. honest, it just. I've played all the mobile games, and I'm pretty sure they also announced a new mobile game that's coming as well. You know, maybe um, one of these days I'll get one of those. Uh, you know, those like controllers they have for mobile phones and stuff that make mm-hmm. games easier. I might end up doing that because just the feel of just touchscreen trying to play video games. It's just.
1: Uh, um, it there are ways around it. So what I do is. I cast my iPhone screen to my uh, PC, and then I—you can. The friend who doesn't know this actually. It's a cool little trick I learned. You can actually Bluetooth your PS5 control if you have a PS5. I hold down the PS button and the yeah, that would probably button.
0: be that would probably be the best bet because yeah, I have I do have the screen share. I just never installed it on this laptop because. I'll be honest, half the time I forget I have that thing on and stuff, but I've been thinking to myself, what is that noise? And then all of a sudden, it's I like, yeah, no, my phone notification <laughs> just went off or whatever. But, but it is convenient being able to respond to, like, text and stuff. Uh, just being like, yeah, I'm using my keyboard
1: to type to you. <laughs> well, that's for Apple users. That's how I played. it. Um, oh, no, Microsoft Android Apple. has the same thing. It's, a, it's Android uh... has a similar thing, but there's an easier way to go about doing Android. Just get BlueStacks. Just, guys, mm-hmm. If you've got Android, just get BlueStacks for your PC and it's going to be so much easier for you. Mm. Um, but one hundred percent. Yeah, there is a new SEO mobile game. That's right. Uh, I'm not sure the release date yet, but it was announced in May. Um, so probably the end of this year, beginning of next year, if I had to predict. Uh, it's going to be called Soda Online Variant Showdown. Uh, and it's here. Uh, Have you heard of Cross Edge? It's a title Kirito has heard before. Game which has attracted a lot of attention from players, not least because it was supposedly designed with the mi- by a middle school genius. One day at the Dicey Cafe, Kirito hears two rumours about Cross Edge. The first is a mysterious player who attacks out of nowhere. Losing them means a portion of your own memories. The second, this player goes around wearing a hood pulled low to hide their eyes. Kirito can't help but recall laughing coffin, the player killer guilty face in SAO. In part to investigate these rumours, Kirito and his friends begin playing Cross Edge and are soon targeted in a surprise attack. So that's the premise for the mobile game as well. So let's make that five pieces of news I got for SAO this today. Holy. Um, and I'm looking yeah, forward to
0: it. And here's the thing. like, Imagine if they make the multiplayer better to the point where... Because you, you ever notice like, normally it's like maybe you can get three maybe four people to play together. Yeah. Can you imagine if we can have like a party of eight or something for oh, like rage perfect. or something and mm-hmm. then turn around and we have because Vex wouldn't be interested in this, you know, and that's fine. But for example, you have you, me. We take a couple of our uh, community members who play the game, and we just go raid these high level bosses and stuff, you know. I think that'll be fun to do, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some people who are watching now would be interested in doing that themselves, you know, but. I also think they also need to improve the multiplayer experience so much better and stuff. Uh, Because just going in solo, that's the other thing. Like, they do well in games, but at the same time, because it's an anime game, it doesn't do well as, you know, like other games that come out. Even indie developer games sometimes do better. But it's just because you, you know, even though I think it works alone as a standalone title, People don't look at it like it could be a standalone title. So they look at it like, oh, well, I don't watch SAO, so why would I want to play it? You know what I mean? So that's why, for example, even though I heard that the Demon Slayer game was really good, (laughs) I have no interest in it because I didn't like Demon Slayer. So, you know, I get it. It sucks. I wish there was more interest for these games and stuff because, you know, we'd be getting more and more games. Although, to be fair... For one franchise, SAO has a fair amount of games already. Yeah, I, I get you. I completely agree. Uh,
1: okay, so yeah, I was just doing a little digging and I. Oh, crap. I have need to get on my iPhone. Um, from the Twitter for the mobile game friend, who's interested. And Takeuchi, who is the producer. A statement saying, Hello, global players. This is producer Takeuchi. First, I want to thank you for your continued support for SAO VS. I created this message because I have something to tell you all. We were planning to release the game on the 6th of November 2022, the day SAO began, to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the SAO anime, But it became difficult, so we decided to postpone the release date. We apologize to all the players who have been looking forward to the game for a long time, and we would like to ask you to wait a little longer. We're still waiting for... We're still working on the game to make it better for everyone and we're close to the release of SOVS. Thank you again for your patience and we hope you will continue your support for SOVS. So it was meant to release yesterday. Yeah, that would have
0: been awesome you know, just because, like I said, the game was based to be released in their, you know, in their timeline yesterday. So that would have been like amazing. Like, hey! You know,
1: we all know what date this is. Guess what? New game. Yeah, that would that would have been that would have been really cool. Uh, sadly, we don't have a new release date, um, but I imagine it won't be too far off. So keep your eyes open, guys. Uh, it looks really either, good. Either way, I'm and, still playing this. Oh, easily, and uh, we've got 2023, so just a basic year for Last Recollection. So that's two games. Moving on from that, uh, Sword Art Online Progressive, the oh, sequel, correct. so film number two. Celebrates success with a new trailer. Uh, Sword Art Online Progressive's newest feature film entry is currently making its way through theatres in Japan and the franchise is celebrating its run so far with a special new trailer showing off more of the movie than ever. With Sword Art Online's TV anime series taking a break for a while following the massive Alicization saga seen in the third season, the franchise is branched out with a new feature film series taking on Reki Kawahara's official spin-off series that goes back to Ein arc, flesh out Kirito and Asuna's earlier stories in the series overall. Sword Online Progressive, Sherezo, uh, or Sherezo of Deep Night, is now making its way through theatres in Japan as of last month, and it's been taken over the international box office quite a bit. While there is no international release date set for the newest movie just yet, fans can get a look at how much actually goes down in the new arc, with the newest trailer highlighting some of the biggest fights seen in the movie. Uh... Adding on to this, Crunchyroll release, uh, announced on the same day, Crunchyroll is adding Soda Online, Progressive Aria of a Starless Knight, the first film, uh, as well as Laid Back Camp and Psychopath uh, to their system. Um so November 17th, they're adding King of Thorn, Origin, uh, Origin Spirit of the Past and Psycho Pass, the movie. And on November twenty-fourth, they're adding Soda Online the movie, Progressive Aria of a Star- Starless Knight, and Laid Back Camp, the movie. Uh they're coming on November twenty-fourth. So Nice little kind of coincided announcement there, uh, which is great. I can I can say as someone who's watched the first the first film, they do an amazing job. Pacing is my worry is pacing. Pacing was slow, okay, um, and I get it's a film, and that was my whole worry with the whole progressive series. Because for anyone who doesn't know, progressive retells the original SEO story from Asno's perspective, going through all one hundred floors, and we I think I it ends around us finishing maybe the first floor after that boss fight from, you know, Kirito's fam- uh, famed saying of, that's not Talwar, that's not Dachi. Mm. Um, and it, it cuts there. But what it does really well is introduces us to a character who I wish was in the original anime from the start that was only added in Progressive. And it gives us that new... It fleshes out Asuna's character really well, who I always felt felt underfleshed in, in the original series. Um, we all already know Kirito's story so it's nice to see it from Asuna's perspective um, to see actually what happened in her early days in the game and how she progressed and her time when she wasn't with Kirito Um, so the movies are doing really well, I just really hope they pick up the pacing a little bit Uh, but I'm hella excited for this to come over to the west no release date as of yet um, but for those of you who have not seen the first film, keep an eye out for November 24th uh, on Crunchyroll you'll be able to watch it there
0: one of the things uh, that I used to hear complaints about all the time was how people think they botched Asuna, which I, I get. Personally, I think she's still fine, but I, I, I get the complaints about how she could have been this strong, independent woman and stuff who, you know, don't need no man. Uh, but then ended up just relying on Carito over and over again and stuff, but at the same time... It, you know the story was based around Carito, and Karito does fully appreciate uh everyone that is around him you know it's not mm-hmm. like he goes around saying that you know i'm the best i'm the reason you guys are all here you know i'm the reason you were able to get that legendary weapon no like if you ever watch Sword Art on- Online for those who don't or for those who do if you really pay attention to his mannerisms it's about him going from being a Shall we say, uh, negative kind of thinker in the beginning of the anime, where he just kind of he didn't trust anyone, he didn't want to deal with anyone, uh, so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden, he gets with the uh, what was it? Uh, what was the name of that guild? It was something. The Moonlit uh, Black. The moonlit. Cats. I knew it was Black Cats. I couldn't remember the first bit. But he gets with the Moonlit Black cats. He starts gaining some feelings again um and then <laughs> sachi dies the way she does and you know, hey, at was an absolute bastard
1: and, rips to keep to mm-hmm.
0: and then he goes yeah. back into his former shell and then i get what they were saying with the whole asana could have been strong independent but the thing is is what they fail to realize is that it was asana who pulled him out of his deep despair that he was in because he's just started opening up, closed up even more after that happened, and it was Asuna who took him out of that. Was, oh, 100%. You know, if it wasn't for Asuna, Kirito wouldn't be who he is. You know, he wouldn't have the friends he has. I mean, we can all talk about the harem aspect about how they all want to get with him, if you want. But at the same time, even if they didn't go that route, he was still a magnet for people because of the social skills he gained when Asuna unlocked that.
1: Agreed. And so when it comes to Asuna, like I don't think she needs to be independent, strong woman or anything like that. She is already, in my opinion. Oh it? yeah. Um, but what this does well is adds to her story. We did not. My only complaint with Asuna, we did not get enough of Asna's backstory. We got some about her family. Then we learned in, um, i more about what's going on with her situation. Great. We didn't see any of the early days of Asana in in Soda Online. We didn't see any of the times when we were only on Kirito's story, what was happening with Asana. And she's like, you know, she's meant to be our Dutragonist. She's meant to be our secondary character.
0: There was definitely some lulls, too, uh, going with what you were saying. Uh, You know, there'd be times where it's like, for example, you see her in the first couple episodes, and, you know, she's this newbie player who's never played these kind of games. And then the next time you see her, she's.
1: The vice exactly. captain of the Knights of Blood, or the Blood Oath, and it's like, wait, what? That's such a major skip, and I imagine this is where we're going to be set up to be. in. for anyone who's worrying, obviously, the second half of the film, I have just watched this trailer quickly myself. Um, you, you, It's not like disregarding anyone else. Like, obviously, we're learning more about her backstory, but it is slightly a retelling as well. Like I've said already, we're going through all 100 floors. So we're not going to have certain scenes like are finding out. Who the big bad is and killing and killing them off, is, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly from the light novels. This is how Sword Outline was envisioned by its creator, and this is how it should have been. But if any of you are worrying, are just like, oh, this is just gonna be an Asna fest for all the Asna fanboys or all this new characters, just gonna be all for, you know, the people who like to ogle <laughs> the female characters. No no no. People they, forget you, how strong, you,
0: you can vouch for this as well. The anime games have some really strong male characters in it. Oh, 100%. And the thing is, is my whole thing is, you know whose story I want to be fleshed out even more, even though technically her story is done and we got fleshed out enough, but I, I just loved you her, do? but but it's never going to happen because she, she's dead.
1: Yuki. Mm-hmm. And
0: like Yuki instantly became my favorite. Uh, not instantly, but once you learned about, once we learned about her backstory and why she became as strong as she is, and seeing how cheerful she was, only to find out what she was dealing with, that's what made me fall in love with her character. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent.
1: And like, obviously, Progressive isn't IMO in my opinion. I'm not sure if it is classified or not because it is written by Raki Kawahara. I don't know if it's canon or not. I imagine the original anime, the original story, is still what is canon because that's what we followed with every other arc and manga. I imagine this is like what could have been an alternate timeline, maybe even a retcon, somewhere along those lines. Uh, going through all 100 floors, but you will still see lots of character action, Agil. You'll still see Klein. You'll uh, there's a lot more action as well with the um, the character that gives them information a lot. Uh, Argo. Mm-hmm. Argo's in it quite a bit now as well. Um, obviously, you still got Silica. You'll still have um, the other one that I always forget the name of. Interestingly um, enough, I usually
0: have Silica in my party just strictly because uh, in most games, not all of them, but in most games, she has that healing ability. Yeah. So having someone there who can provide that little bit of backup, because I never trusted her for, you know, damage. She ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> you know? No, no. But having someone who can heal and then having Another DPS person and someone who's like a tank—that would be my party.
1: Yeah, you know. And so it, the films are really good, guys. Just don't take them to be, you know, the the basis to sort of online. What what I'm doing in my head is that I'm taking the parts from asna filling in the gaps. But anything past that that flow where it all happens to me is just an ultimate story, because we all know what happened with the original story. Progressive is just trying to re. It's trying to reconfigure SAO. It's trying to show us more SAO content. Obviously trying to make the money off it. You know, make that buck because everyone loves the original uh, season. But it does it good. Uh, to answer your question, Rev, I believe it is dubbed. Don't quote me on that because it did come out already in the West, the first film. Um, I believe if it's, it's not, it will Whether... be dubbed. You can probably find it on uh, certain places dubbed. But I will say I'm not sure if Crunchyroll released dubbed. Just because Crunchyroll isn't honestly known for releasing a lot of dubs, um, they don't usually get licensing for dubs. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there.
0: I will say though, if you want to know how passionate we are about Sao and Sao's games and all the news going on, we're about forty minutes into the stream and we <laughs> we haven't even gotten
1: into the main news. <laughs> I'm finished the announcements yet. <laughs> And the last one, the biggest one, um, <laughs> that I will send you a another link for. Oh no, I won! It's only twenty-two seconds. Sorry. Um, Sword Art Online announces an original new movie. Uh, so Sword Art Online marks one of its biggest milestones today, um, and of course, the fandom is out celebrating in force. So according to the anime, November sixth, twenty twenty-two, how's the debut of Einkrad? A Sword Art Online goes live today in canon. As such, it's no surprise to see the series celebrate on social media, and a big event ended with a major movie announcement. So yes, it seems there's more Sword Online on the way. An original movie has been announced that will bring Kirito back to the big screen before long. There's a Twitter announcement that I'm just translating now, and it said Sword Online completely new, original theatrical version production stars starts um completely new original movie version production decision please wait for further information and there's a little it's it's literally like a twenty two second clip with just like sort online and some japanese letters that i i can't uh i can't decipher uh so so far, few data has been released about this new project, but we do know this project marks the fourth Soda Online movie. The first debuted in February 2017 and featured an original story, as well as by creator Reki Kawahara. As for the next two movies, adapted the popular Soda Online progressive novels, and the series' latest installment went live last month in Japan. Now a new movie is in the works and it'll feature original story to boot. So if you haven't caught up with Sword Lion's current story, you'll have time to binge the hit isekai. Um now to put, to shoot all uh theories in the head and everything, guys. This will not be a continuation of the anime. The anime will come back. I don't I imagine I'm predicting 2024, 2025 with all these movies and other projects coming out. Um but this is not Unital Ring. Unital Ring is gonna be likely our last arc of Sword Art Online. I believe that is the last arc in the manga. Um and that's where we're headed next. This is completely original. This is completely new content, overseen by Reki Kawahara, so I guess it canon. <laughs> um And so yeah, it looks like it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good good year for Sword Art Online. Um like my thing is what do they do once once they finish Unital Ring? Because I don't think he's gonna write any more. So what, do they just milk the series for what it's worth, make more games, make more original content? Are we going to see more light novels? That's what I want to know from him. Like, what's the plan?
0: Um, sorry about that. My mic was muted temporarily. Uh, He could hear me, but my mic was muted for the stream. Yeah, you know, because I'm so bright. Um, I feel like if it's going to happen, what's probably going to happen is he'll do it through movies, and, like, after that arc is done, he'll do it through movies, and he'll do it through uh, video games itself, because with the video games, it has proven how good they're doing with the storytelling, so I wouldn't be surprised if they use the video games as a way to continue the story, you know? Then on top of that, you could do certain uh, movies and stuff to continue the story, or they could do movies of popular characters to tell their backstories. So, like, for example, um, we already did the uh, Asuna with the, you know, Starless Night movie, but imagine they started doing some other characters, because, all right, I'll, I'll name you the first character that comes to mind who often gets forgotten, and it annoys me because he could have easily been a main character from that get-go, Klein. but Klein. Can you imagine yeah. if they did a movie for Klein? Like, I would be interested because, you know, Klein, he, he kind of got the short end of the stick throughout the anime, but always came in clutch when needed, you
1: know? He did, but there's there's not much to go on with, with Klein. You know, if if I... My personal take, if you're going to do a movie, I reckon you could do a Leafa and do some Alfheim in the early days of Alfheim, when Alfheim came out, when Kazuta was still in the Nerve gear, and follow her journey through her origins with Alfheim and how she started going into more depth with it, because obviously we knew a little bit, but you could get into some yeah, really like makeup some we, kind of story. Wait, we're
0: ta- wait who were we talking about? Lifa.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Lifa Sugaha.
0: We do know that she, uh, they. It, it was stated in the anime about how she had started yeah, to we, get we, into it. Yeah, we know it. a little bit We, the we knew a little bit about, about it. Got, like, she wanted to see lot, why he I loved know. this so much. Yeah. Um... But then she like fell in love with it too, but it would be interesting to so see more of her story. That's what we didn't see, did see. We story. could see her fall in love with her. that exactly. would be amazing.
1: Exactly. Um, but yeah, so Reki Kawahara did say that Unifor Ring will be the last arc for here, and the light novels are still going. So going from co- what commonly happens is once the light novels will finish, the, uh, the anime will start beginning production, and if they're still ongoing then we're looking 2024-2025. But will he do a 360 and uh, add something else? Maybe he'll borrow to it and do a sequel series? I don't know. And but to
0: answer your...
1: yeah, with, to... with all that money in that series, I highly doubt they're going to just drop it.
0: To answer your question, Revenant, um, I highly doubt it. Uh, he asks, are we going to get see any more Gun online? And the reason I highly doubt that is because that arc is already completed in the anime itself, and then you add in the fact that they've made a game on that arc... Uh, I don't think they're going to touch on it again because it wasn't like it was an extremely popular one. I get that some people really liked it. I mean, there were parts I didn't, uh, you know, I, I certainly like myself. Like, when he gets the photon Sword and starts using it like a lightsaber, I think it's hilarious. But overall, uh, the overall consensus for the Gungale arc was it was okay, but it was not, you know, what we had grown accustomed to. Which then you notice right away the very next arc that they cover went right back to its roots, you know? So do I, do you think there's going to be another GG, a uh, gun Gale online arc? Uh, I know I don't. What about you, Mikey?
1: So, Rap says, are we going to see any more GGO? So arc? No. Will we see more GGO? Yes. I think we are likely to get cameos of GGO at the very least. Um, we did in an Uh both of GGO and of Alfheim, uh, where you'll see the other characters discussing in those worlds and things like that. I'm pretty sure we had a little flash to Bullet of Bullets at the start of Alicization, um, the latest Bullet of Bullets arc, uh, where they were, yeah, we did, yeah, that's right, because that, that leads up to the plot of how the army or the, the secret military was training in Bullet of Bullets, uh, in GGO at the start of the Alicization arc, and then. Uh, second half of Alicization, they're the ones who infiltrate the Ocean Turtle and enter the game on the Dark Territory. So I think all in all bar Sword Art Online itself, we will still see cameos from Alfheim. we'll still see cameos from GGO, we may even still, still see cameos from um, Alicization when we're in Unital Ring arc, um, going in there to see, you know, people, characters we made bonds with. But we won't get a full story on them, that, that's for sure. And that's what but I'm getting. at. I imagine because... we will see, still see more, we just won't get a lot.
0: Yeah, like, I didn't really take that in the equation, because here's the thing. You know, cameos are just kind of expected in each arc at this point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, even if they're not directly there, you know somewhere along the lines they're going to do some sort of throwback or reference, or they're going to have the person just randomly show up. Uh, so cameos, I've never really taken an equation when it comes to that particular thing. Um, cameos, when we see, uh, Gale Online cameos, yeah, the chances are very likely. As far as continuing the arc, or making another game based on the arc and stuff, I, I find highly doubtful.
1: It won't be another game. Um, but I would never say never. Like, let's look at Alfheim. We had GGO's season two, and we had first half GGO, second half Alfheim. um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't never say never is possible, but it's unlikely that we'll get like an arc based on a little couple of episodes. Um, but I'm sure we'll have flashes here and there, you know, they they still want to keep those things like, like remind us. Oh, hey, remember where this person's from? Remember this game? I like the start of Alicization, GGO played a very important part. Even though it was only like 10 minutes of the first episode, that really set up the story. That really gave us that insight of to what these guys are and who they are. And then we flash back to that later on in the series to show what was really going on with them. So, these things do happen, um, but, we're, well, only time will tell This is all just predictions. I haven't read Unital Ring, so I don't know exactly what happens. Uh, I, I don't really read the light novels. Um, don't shoot me. But, yeah, that's that's my take on that. Alright, so uh, now after almost 15
0: minutes of talking about sword art, <laughs> let's go now and get into the actual show, shall we? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's sword out. Yes, it is. Uh, right. So, starting yes. off, we have I'm the Villainess, so I'm Taming the Final Boss, Episode 7.
1: Uh, So yeah, James was suspicious of Eileen since she knows of his demon form. However, Ribbon's existence and Eileen's words, I want to protect you, softens his heart and he decides to work with her on the case. The day of the school festival finally arrives and Eileen patrols the area with James in duck costumes. Meanwhile, Claude tosses his work to the side and goes to the school festival to have some fun. He meets a certain duck, (laughs) Eileen. Uh, again, when entering a swordsmanship tournament. I remember, guys, he still doesn't know that Eileen's around. It's still all sneaky-sneaky because she's trying to help him without him on- and he doesn't want her there for her safety. And this whole other demon lord. And whilst the episode was funny and great, it just didn't do much for the plot. So you need to do better next week. I'm the so I'm taming the final boss. You need to do better next week. I'm kind of glad that the
0: uh, review was short if I'm being honest, because... Uh... I was having technical issues
1: on my side, so... I, I gotta keep them short this time, when We spent an hour on SAO. Oh, good. <laughs> Moving on, we have the Daily Life of the Immortal King. So, guys, this one was uh, hilarious. I reviewed Episode 6 and 7. Uh, we had some hilarious Yu-Gi-Oh! and Dragon Ball references. Basically, what happened was we were in a bidding competition for these magical items. And our main character lost what is a rip-off Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with this kid. And he bought two boxes of these dry noodles that he likes to eat just to get you get the cards, um, which you have. And he wasn't pulling any good ones. And then they announced a gourd with a dragon in it that could grant you any wish. And he saw this on TV, rang up his the person who considers him his boss and shit like that, who praises him for saving the world and stuff, even though he doesn't like taking any credit for anything. And Uh, They're all voting. They're like, oh, no one can get above 40 million yen. And uh, he says, can you put a bid down for 87 million yen for that, please? And uh, he puts a bid down, and he gets the gold, summons the dragon thing. And what does he do? Oh, look, it's um, fucking, what's the dragon from Dragon Ball Z called? Shenron? Is it Shenron? Someone don't shoot me for this. Mm. But yeah, anyway, summons him and instead of talking to him, Grant, which he cuts him in half and kills him, and it turns into a card, and that was that was episode 6. Episode 7 was about the friends being manipulated by the exorcists, trying to get them to join them, and then they find out that they are not just working with the demons, they are doing business with demons, and it caused into turmoil. Uh, there's not a lot of plot, plot, plot progression there, but as usual, our MC came and saved the day, then acted as if it was his friend who was possessed at the time. Um, Because he doesn't like taking any credit or anything and doesn't want anyone abusing his power. So, great episodes from Daily Life of the Immortal King. Really good action-packed, as usual. Always hilarious and funny. But we need a little bit of plot progression now. Like, come on, guys. Where are you leading us with this season? Last season was fire. Come on. Come on.
0: (laughs) I think in a couple weeks, I'm going to start watching it. Because I haven't even... I I, I don't recall watching any of the seasons. And this is season three. So, this looks like something that might be interesting. Uh, So, I'll, I'll have to take a look into it.
1: Uh, Moving along, we got some MHA. MHA! MHA! Yes. Episode 119, guys. And, oh, wow. This left us on a cliffhanger. Uh, It's revealed that Shigaraki now has multiple quirks after getting all for one. Uh, And he's been bioengineered like a Nomu uh, to be practically made into a humanoid perfect Nomu. Um, And he's got heightened strength, heightened speed. He didn't... Erase had even removed one of his. Erase had removed his ability to use any quirks, and Endeavor came in and blasted him straight with fire, and he brushed it off like it was nothing. Uh, so man is strong now. Uh, it, they notice that he's after. He's going into the civilian territory, and they're worried for the civilians. And then um, it's heard over the comms. He's heard saying something um, about one for all, and. Deku kind of twigs and starts running away from everyone. I was like, well, where are you going? He's like, oh, I just forgot to do He's actually trying to get away so that he doesn't use his decay power by Deku, which would inadvertently end up killing everyone. The only other person who notices the way he's going away is Bakugo. And Bakugo, obviously knowing all about Deku's secret, uh, is, he goes with him. And he tells Deku, oh, I don't believe it. It's not just, I'm not going because it's you. I'm going because I want revenge for what they did to me when they tied me up the chair. I want to you know i've got a score to settle for an actual fact his inner dialogue is saying like look deku keeps getting ahead of me every time deku gets stronger he can use full cowling at 30 percent consistently and he can land at 45 and to reduce the damage and he says i keep trying to catch up but every time i catch up he gets further and further ahead um so you can start to see the respect and debt and bakugo kind of mellowing out a little bit uh we see Endeavor and er- Erez head of number 10 here or- and others all fighting him, uh, as-, as well as Gran Torino coming to get Deku and Baku even further away. Um, and yeah, it's-, it's just insane. It was amazing. And then splitting back to the other half of the team, is um, currently on the killing spree after seeing Weiss being killed. And it's completely insane. Like, Toga's face was, like, contorted and shit. She was angry, which is scary. Um, so, yeah, absolutely brilliant. 100%. My hero is hitting all the right boxes.
0: Toga is one of those people that is, like, a fan favorite. Everyone thinks she's hot and everything, and I'm just over here like, yeah, you think <laughs> she's hot until she does these things to you. <laughs> like, yes. Toga has so many red flags.
1: But what if I like them? I mean, what? Moving on.
0: Oh, God. Alright, so uh, moving along, we have uh, Beast Tamer, and... I gotta refresh this page, but we have Beast
1: Tamer. Yeah, Beast Tamer was good. I mean, it was all about going to the forest this time after they smashed the hero's party and getting the shield for them, because, you know, he's still nice, and after smashing, he said, yeah, I'll still help you, and I'll go get the shield. And after some dialogue with the fairy, which, by the way, is the next ultimate species, they learn that her sister has been captured, and it leads us to the plot for the next episode that we need to go and watch. Um, and get her sister when it comes out. Uh, it was a great episode, and basically all it did was set up the next one. And I see round tech issues again, so that was a shorter, uh, short and sweet review for you. It was, it was well, right as I get it know. to full
0: screen. <laughs> <laughs> is it, that what you? You know the funny was, thing is that it's your links too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but it was just, eh. yeah. It, it all it was was a setup for episode seven. Yeah, anyway, some some episodes ma- are going to be like that, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, as always. We've got management of a novice alchemist. Oh, look. Uh, episode another five, one of your links. <laughs> right, mate, mate. This sounds like a, a fucking refresh hour. You've loaded them all up, and sometimes that happens to me. Because my links are working no, I'm, fine. I'm, fine my no, I'm,
0: I'm I'm, clicking the refresh, and it's still doing that. That's the issue. I
1: don't know what's going That's on. You know, what I, you know what? I'm going to
0: try closing...
1: Yeah, I was oh. going to say, because I've got yeah. them loaded Real, up here. I hope see if that they, works, they...
0: because something's going on, and I don't like it.
1: Yeah, hey, look, there's me. a
0: smiling face right there. And by smiling face, I mean non-existent smile. Mm.
1: Excuse me. Yeah, they're not. They're looking so we can find me, mate. Click it, open it. Oh, look, there's a smiling anime girl. Uh... Click it, open it. Oh, look, there's a smiling cat
0: girl.
1: I don't know why it's not working for you. You Your PC's fucked, mate. (laughs) Mine's working fine. I don't know, man.
0: All I know is that it's just going to make it through this podcast and the next two podcasts. That's all it's going to do.
1: Okay, we're we're good, we're good.
0: Yeah, I got a new uh, PC coming in on Wednesday.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Whatever, I'll just copy and paste it over here. (laughs) Uh of course, I forgot. I gotta quickly just there we go. There
1: you go. I'm, I'm go not to start a from a different browser. <laughs> Uh Sarasa needed a frostfang bat fangs. Uh but that requires hunting them in the cave system they live in. Interesting episode with new products and bats were cute. So basically all this did was set us up for like, oh now you've got these cooling cats. Oh you know we're gonna have this new trade system. Oh now we've got all these new items. Oh by the way, you've got this new uh, hunting ground. And that was about it, but it was still cute and the bats were adorable. And also, it really highlights her strength. Like, she's got really strong in a really short amount of time. Fair enough. Uh, moving we, we, along, we, we got have... some baddies on that show. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Shinobi no to or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinobi no itoki. Man, whatever. Uh, so we're back on track with this. one. So when MC almost gets murdered, his loyal aide almost goes on a killing spree. And uh, what the fuck are they doing with Koga's ex dead chief that the Eager is supposedly being blamed for killing? Plot thick- thickens because basically we see the ex Koga chief in like this chamber uh, being worked on. And uh, you know my theory is this an inter Koga thing. You know someone's killed him off because they wanted to take over, um, and the Eager are being blamed as scapegoats. Uh and they had this little competition thing to graduate and he get almost gets killed by one of the Koga students. And it was all in all a very good episode that leads to them being very banged up with survive. And it we're back on track for the anime. That's what I'm happy about. After an abysmal episode last week. Alright, moving
0: along, we got the Immoral Guild.
1: This one's short and sweet. Okay, guys, I've got one word, one word for this review for this anime. Boobs. <laughs> Uh, even
0: have talking. we have we reached the uh, have we finally reached the mandatory uh, beach or pool episode
1: just just clothes seem to be coming off everywhere make boobs <laughs> boobs that's oh what I god say. boobs not okay. that I'm complaining
0: <laughs> alright so that's a nice summary of that uh, let me go back over to these these things
1: boom boom Next one we got, and then, guys, yeah, is love, love Flops. Love flops. Um, and it's exactly as predicted. This episode was about another one of the marriage candidates. Ilya's time. Yeah, a, sec- uh, a secret that I cannot find out about. Uh, but how long will it take for the truth to come out? In the end, Ilya has an important decision to make. And this is all about her family secret and her true heritage and shit like that. And uh, it was made. Like, she's not one of my favourite marriage candidates. I was bored through this episode. I'll be admitting it. But if you like her, I'm sure you like the episode. But for me, man, you could have done better. Come on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, all I've got to say is, again, baddies, this this, this show has some uh, kind of cute moments on there oh. a, a very good-looking teacher, to be say? Hmm.
0: Hmm. So, but, uh... Her, his senpai is, uh, looking cute, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... Then we have Eminence in Shadow, which is oh, one oh, we got the goated,
1: the goated anime of High Dive. The last episode was fucking mega.
0: It just amazes me um, every same, single time I see this trailer, and it opens up with that girl that I told you. Like her animation style is just gorgeous. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's this anime. Yeah,
1: she <laughs> hot. So, we really learned the RMC is seriously overpowered, and he really has no idea what he's done. Like he's made this. A group who all based off of a lie, like, basically made up a lie about a evil cult, made up a group, brainwashed them, and then when they all went their own ways, he thought, ah, oh, I'll never see them again. Uh, this is all them going off. He thought they were all playing along, basically. No, they all took it seriously. They made their group go from, like, 10 people to 400 people, and it turns out there is actually a cult. And he still thinks it's all a game. He still does. He still thinks, you know, this is all not real. Until he realises, oh shit, no, this person's actually trying to get killed, and there is actually shady dealings going on here, and holy fuck, uh there is some real shit going on. And his story's all about working from the shadows, being a hero from the shadows, not wanting any of the accolades for it. Um, And the action is amazing. This guy's broken. Oh, guys, I just love this show so much. Um... And, like, we learn more about the new cult and the little organization they've got. And i got to be honest, guys, again, he's got all the baddies. There are so many, so freaking many good characters. Um, And, oh, my God, I actually got to get a clip to send you, Lam, that you need to play on stream because I love the voice acting for this. Um, give me a second. Because everyone was going nuts on Twitter for this little clip. Um, give me a second. Let me see if I can find the right one. I just realized we got bathrobe Mikey
0: going on. Sorry, <laughs> we got bathrobe Mikey going on right now.
1: <laughs> You're right, you do. <laughs> Deal with it. Right. So yeah, most of us in Japanese, there's no subs, but you'll know. The... You'll know it when you get to it. It's a 24 second clip. I'm sending you the link, Lamb. It's on Twitter and Discord. How dare you make me work at work? I don't care how much you're working at work The voice activists, everyone was going like, oh my God that was like it made people feel things okay that's that's how I can put it here
0: <coughs> all right here we are. The I. Am. Atomic. Atomic.
1: Oh, it goes right up the spine. And then we have this scene where he destroys everything. For single cycle. Okay, okay. All Man right. is broken. And that voice was just something else. I, you know, I, I I I was yeah. Everyone was going nuts. Like my Twitter feed was filled with like, "Oh my god, that voice acting. Oh my god. Yeah, I was just. It I was kind of. T- it was kind of like,
0: what was that guy's voice that like became famous because of how deep his voice was, and then he came out with that song. Uh, uh, he came out with that song that everyone, cra- everyone went everyone crazy for for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Choke me like he hates me or whatever.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, you know the voice I'm talking about. Like certain voices you just hear it and it's like, you know, I'm a dude, but. Damn!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you.
0: So um, you know that's uh, you know the Ryan Reynolds of voices.
1: That <laughs> was so good. I was so happy. So yeah, that that was a great episode. I can't wait for more uh, on Wednesday.
0: And now we um, now we got reincarnated as a sword, which is one of those where it's like I'm interested in the anime, but the fact that. He can't really do nothing as a sword. If you catch my drift, when it comes to the harem aspects, is also like yeah. Eh, eh. This
1: episode was kind of mid. If I'm honest, like propelled by the promises of a curry, Fran rushes in with teacher at her side, which is the sword. Uh, but the target, the dungeon master does not want. Does not wait for them alone. And like it was a trap. It was obvious. The you know all the plot lines were obvious. It was getting really predictable and kind of boring. And you know, we've got like this lowly with this middle-aged sword guy thing. And I'm just, I vibe with the action, but the story itself is kind of, uh So I got to kind of, I'm, getting... come on, bring it up next week, guys. Bring it up. I know you can do it. We had some solid episodes out of this anime. Don't don't let one one hiccup set you back. You know. Fair enough. Next up, we have one
0: uh, one anime that I've memed to the point where Mikey was just left utterly speechless when I compared the main character uh, fighting people with leeks to uh, Farfet's coming in with
1: his own seasoning. <laughs> oh, I you lost me for a second. Then. Yes, uh, I've so someone gotten have... stronger when I improved my farm-related mm-hmm. skills, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, just to let people know because before that is Akaba Maid War, I have redacted it. Um, we are no longer covering Akaba Maid War. If I'm honest with you, the anime is total shite. You might enjoy it. But you know, it the funny was... thing is, is,
0: I accidentally skipped Akaba Maid War and automatically just assume you are going to that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, it, I didn't see was...
0: this. I didn't see Akaba Maid War as your kind of thing. If I'm being honest, <sighs> with
1: you. it was. I, even if you just focused on the maid aspect of it and cut kind of all the. Weird stuff, or vice versa. If you had all like the gang stuff and kind of the made version of it, it would have been a great show. But mixing two, the the elements just don't go together. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I've somewhat gotten stronger when I improve my family related skills. Loki will stop at nothing to ensure the hero's bloodline ends with Ruri. As usual, this episode with the human version of far would slaps hard when it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and the action was great. We had some great storytelling, great plot. Uh, I don't trust one about plot between people's chests, um, and it was. Yeah, I mean, those sound all. like two
0: very good reasons to <laughs> watch.
1: <laughs> and it was all in all a great series, and you know, I I do love the guy wielding four leeks to bash a demon lord. He is the human vision of Farfetch. So yeah, great show, guys. I can't fault it. All right. You know
0: uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because remember we talked about you, you were talking <coughs> about how. You know, why don't we just do that so you can get back real quick and stuff? And then I counter with a, well, if you never wanted to do something like that, and you know, you'd almost be better just training a couple people so you can go back to your peaceful life because, like, I get it. You know, even if your skill set is for that, but if you want to live a peaceful life and you keep getting dragged into something you don't want to do, yeah, I'd get annoyed too. You know, oh, so this is one of those animes I want to watch strictly for that purpose. You know, because not everybody wants to do what you expect them to, you know? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, moving along, we've got Welcome
1: to Demon School, Arumakan. So yeah, they picked up a bit with this episode, but again, uh, from the past two seasons, this one's just disappointed me. Um, we've got some intriguing scenes on strong action, but not much plot development, honestly. Some of it was quite funny, but considering we're meant to be in like, some kind of competition arc. Um, Yeah, we, we need some more. <clears throat> That's all I got to say on it, really. It was genuinely mid.
0: Mm. All right, well, in that case, I guess we'll move on to uh, Square Enix's anime, The Teardrop Crystal.
1: You're funny, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, wait, it is next. Shit, I was looking at it wrong. Mm. I was looking at it wrong. I was looking at it wrong. Might I be. What did you think uh, I was skipping? Blue Lock? Blue lock or lock. Something? I thought That's always Blue Lock, yeah. Shiloh is carried home by Serafina after his encounter with Sandra. Uh, When he comes to he continues looking for ways to help the Jumi. And yeah basically it was exactly that. He got his ass whooped and um, he's now looking for more ways to help the uh, stone people. Or the gemstone people I should say. This one I think was called the White Pearl. Uh, Each episode is named after like a gem and it's really nice. Um, and the animation is top tier, action is quite decent, but does leave a little bit to be desired. Uh, and obviously characters are just weirdly designed because that's the Legend of, Man of you Great episode. Solid, square. keep it up. You're doing good.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, moving along, we've got what our thumbnail for this episode actually is, and that is Blue Lock, uh take it away. What do we got for Blue Lock this week?
1: Well, Class Scene won their match after our MC pulled out a clutch. We imagine as you set on the field, right guys, last minute. One minute, 60 seconds. And all of a sudden, the enemy team, Team Y, go into last minute drive. This is their final push. This is what they had. They named their suicide plan. And like our MC, they had someone on their team who was hyper focused. Um, And they all started pushing, leaving no defense of the back line for our for our home team. Goal was left wide open, and all of a sudden our MC just goes running, 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 running sprinting, and whilst the whole of his team were focused on getting the guy with the ball, um, who is like the mastermind of it all, he then knocks his foot to the left, our goalie gets confused, and we see the first goal scorer ready lining up, but our MC comes in and disrupts the ball halfway through its pass, and runs it up the field, completely runs it. Gets tackled, passed it to one guy. Then they passed it to our little favourite crazy on the team. It was absolutely hilarious. He then could have took the shot, but he decided not to. Cross the ball across the field back to our MCU, bangs it in the goal, and they win all within 60 seconds. I was took aback because I've just rushed through that quickly just to give you guys some kind of like viewpoint. I I I was lost for words seeing this shit, okay? Uh we learn that he his uh, power, skill, uh, what were they calling it? A uh, weapon, they called it. Islam has, like, a weapon. His is extreme spatial awareness and hyper-awareness. Um, he's able to... Most people can only focus ahead of them on the ball. He's able to look down on the pitch as if it was a bird's-eye view, basically. Um... We also learned that the redhead on the team has an injury and is using Blue Lock as a way to find a reason to actually give up. Our MC hates this because he starts to use our MC as a reason to give up, stating, you're now a better player than me. I know I no need no longer need to continue. When he an actual factor MC calls him out and says, No, you do want to carry on. Uh so yeah, I I I was sold, guys. Like Blue Lock is taking flight, like the thumbnail says, like our description says, they are they've they've Sprouted their wings and now they're running with it, and it is getting good. One hundred percent, and I'm saying this about fucking sports anime. Someone pinch me because this isn't Mikey.
0: (laughs) That's the thing. Remember, I told you that you know sports animes are a lot better than people think they are, and you can get. And I know you don't like soccer either and stuff, which is you know I understandable. Um, but. You know, for example, I got into sports anime because of Prince of Tennis. and I, I, Like, I had already watched, like, Sam Dunk when I was younger. But Prince of Tennis yeah. brought me back into the sports anime genre. And I don't like <laughs> tennis. I really don't. But it was just done so well. There are things you could do in sports uh, anime that you can't do in the actual sports, which I think also helped. But you add in the storytelling and the way that they're able to add all these, like, special effects and abilities and stuff. If done right, these sports animes can end up being amazing, you know? Yeah. So it's no surprise that there's a sports anime that's taken off like it is. So I'd be interested in seeing it, even though I myself am not a soccer fan. As I've already said, I'm not a tennis fan either. And there's not one but two different tennis animes that I absolutely adore. So, you know, uh moving along to an anime that I keep seeing pictures of the main character, uh, the main female... Uh, and very shall I say, suggested poses that is making me feel as a man, some type of way. Uh, we <laughs> had more than a married couple,
1: but not lovers, guys. I am completely rooting now for these two. Fuck The crushes, you guys, in glove, your crushes already. Okay, I was talking to my partner about this. We watched this episode together, actually. It's like, look, the ethical argument is, is this are they being forced to fall in love here? Would they have ever fallen in love if they wasn't for this situation? Um, or are they maturing? And we looked at it and we analyzed it. And it was like, well, every other couple actually who have been forced to put together aren't falling in love. So realistically, that means there was something there for these two in the first place. So yes, ethically, maybe it is. Um, the problem we've got here is they're both still obviously coming to terms with the fact that they do have feelings for each other whilst also, also still trying to deny it at the same time. Uh, because they're so obsessed with their crushes. Both of them don't understand why they get upset when they see the other with their supposed crush. And it's really cute and really nice and heartwarming to see them grow. It kind of sucks because one of the crushes does uh, like RMc, Um And uh, I really hope that they don't turn to us and say, well, we're going to put him with both of them. Because I hate those kind of endings. Like, no, make the boy pick. Um, and you know, the way it's been set up, I really hope it's our it's our pink head babe because we we don't. We've grown attached, okay? We haven't grown attached to the character, we've grown attached to her. Um, I like every episode, they get closer and closer, if you know what I mean. Like, they, he literally ended up on top of it this episode, and I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying here, guys? Um, they're getting intimate without realizing it. It is crazy good. It is such a good slice of life. And, uh, yeah, guys, give it a watch. It is. Fire episode six is coming next week.
0: All right, uh, moving along, we have uh, right the
1: sorry, I hit the wrong thing. Moving along, we have uh, Bochi the Rock. Yep, so Kisoka Band has their first song and they're ready to play their next concert, but Seika isn't so easily convinced. We finally got some music, and uh, yeah, all in all, it was a great episode, musically balanced, and it was nice to actually see. With the anime was meant to be, you know, like give us some fucking tunes, man. That's why I'm here. Um, Story wise, yeah, not much plot progression, but music wise, music to my ears. Didn't they finally have their first concert, or is that upcoming? Uh, first song and uh, ready to play the first song. Uh, next concert, but the last concert was kind of like, we didn't get any music from it. It was just kind of like, oh, they played a concert while she was in a box. <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to move
0: on to something that all these biased anime sites keep trying to peg off of the top spot with things that make no sense, uh, as this should easily be in the top spot considering the uh, fanfare it's getting and the fact that it just returned. We have Bleach: Thousand Year Blood War.
1: Look, 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 look. It doesn't matter what they say, okay? The ratings don't lie. You know what I'm talking okay. about,
0: though. They keep trying to knock it off of it, and I keep watching it. And I, I'm looking at some of these anime outlets and everything else like that, and I'm just like, oh my god, the bias. And then you look at some of the articles, and they're crap. Um, one of them that comes to mind, like, they cover both video games and anime, uh, but the company Kotaku, uh, all I gotta say like, about them is I remember when they used to be a decent uh, journalist, you know, kind of
1: company. That reported like, like, unbiased? Like, Look, I can't... Like, for me, I don't care what it's after the ratings person, okay? I, I don't give a shit about ratings. But people keep voting it down on my anime list, which is pissing me off. It's now on 5th in my anime list, but if you look at the episodes and each episode's rating, the episodes' ratings of 4.7, 4.7, 4.6, 4.7, 4.8. They're just knocking it down. They just keep trying to knock it down. It's gone down to a 9.7 total overall rating now. You could only rate episodes out of 10, to be fair, before anyone gets confused there. Um, but, like, now Jintama Steinsgate and Kaguya Sam was all above it. And because the people from Full Metal and um, Chainsaw Man have been actually upvoting these anime to get it above Bleach, so Bleach goes further down. And, you know, guys, this is just rating sniping. It's not needed. It's disgusting. This is so unsportsmanlike just because you wouldn't want it to be anywhere close to your number one, your beloved. Okay, and you don't see our fans going ahead and deciding to downvote all of your anime just because oh, you know you always took us back over. Fifth is still respectable. I'll take it. We're still in the top ten, but we should be a lot higher. Meanwhile, you go to IMDb. You look at the top ten um, anime for this season, um, and you know Bleachers right there. Like you-, you can't touch it. So. You know, this just shows me the bias of certain websites as well, and it's it's really, it's really frustrating, really frustrating, and upsetting to boot. Like it just it shouldn't be getting this kind of flack, man. Like I don't understand all the hate, and like don't get me wrong, some of it's inter-community as well. Some people aren't happy. Like oh, they cut this from the anime, they cut that, and all this shit. But. It was never gonna be a perfect retelling anyway. We all we already knew from the start that we were gonna have stuff cut and stuff re-added. Bleacher's never been number one most popular. I'll never, you know, expect it to be sitting at number one. I'm happy with it is. It's doing fire. Fed other people on Twitter trying to berate episodes. Uh, and if I see anyone berating this episode, then they can go sitting right in the bin because this episode was absolute fucking fire. Straight fire. Uh Goosebumps from start to finish. We got our head captain, Yamamoto, who you guys are going to see later. go absolutely furious. Take a Bankai, which was stolen by one of the Sternritter, to the face and just was completely unfazed. Um, Activates his uh, Shikai. Goes bursting across the sky. And everyone who was like defeated on the floor for the Soul Reapers... The, it was commented on by more people. People like, it feels like we're being scolded by Yamamoto's flames and heat and presence and soul energy. It feels like he's telling us, "You call yourself Soul Reapers, and they all start standing up in like a new lease of life." And that was just like something else to see. Meanwhile, we've got um, Ichigo still stuck in the Garganta, which was sealed by our Sternritter who. Got slashed in half by an unknown character. Spoiler alert for anyone who in a manga reader. Three, two, one. He's been slashed in half by Grimjo, And you see a sword go next to Urahara's face. Um, not threateningly, uh, which is also Grimjo. People are freaking out over this. We've all been waiting for him to come into it. We've seen some characters that weren't in the manga, which is nice to see. Gives us more hope. And the fact that we're already on episode 5 out of 52, and we're already at the point where Yamamoto's going to face down with Yuach. We've seen Uwak beat Kempachi down uh, after he comes up to him and is like, Kempachi has like three people on his back, three Stern Raider, all on his one sword. And he takes him down. He's, he's Uwak is like, I expected more from a special threat. Uh so that'll lead us into Compachi's story about how he gets stronger. Uh and everyone is is a real dark moment where everyone's screaming for Ichigo's help before Yamamoto goes nuts. Um and he, Ichigo can hear all this over the phone and it's it's honestly this episode there were zero complaints. I cannot for anything to do with this, and if anyone else can, then y'all need dry stays tested. Genuinely. <laughs> um It was fire, straight fire. Um, yeah, the pacing's worrying me a little bit because we're adding and leaving things out. That's my only thing. Um, but I'm hoping it'll set us up for like the last couple of episodes, set us up into like maybe a new arc or something. And you know what? There's no denying it's doing well, despite all the haters and shit saying, you know, it's getting the viewer numbers, it's getting the money, it's getting the merch sales, it's getting the Blu ray sales. So, despite what people are saying, you know, it was our community in the first place that brought this back, let alone anybody else who's now jumped back on the bandwagon praising Bleach after they hated on it. I'm looking at you, certain YouTubers, you know. After every, after all this, it was our community that got it back, okay? So, we don't need anyone else. We've proven it ourselves that we are enough support. So, if you want to jump in and support, please be, be my guest. But if you're going to berate it, then you ain't going to get far. You're just wasting your time. And uh, there is no doubt that this is the best animated, voice acted, and visually the best anime of the season. Now, my only complaint, guys, is the dub handling, We've got double release for States and Canada. Unfortunately, any other region that the sub has been released in has not had the dub, UK included. I'm very angry about this. Um and obviously all other countries that haven't even had the sub release definitely don't have the dub release yet either. Um so you know, Bleach is it has its ups and downs. Like we've got the hate from other communities and we've already got the poor handling from Viz Media and Disney Plus. That is the downside. Um, but even with all this we're still doing so fucking well that you know if they could iron out these issues give us some fucking answers like where is our dub we're meant to have a dub dub came on Friday it's now Monday and we still haven't seen a UK dub at the very least um, you know I I don't like using the yo-ho-ho sites but I had to yo-ho-ho it for the, for the dub because I want I, I've been waiting 10 years to hear Johnny Young Bosch's voice again you guys okay That's all I can say on that. Um, We also had a little bit of controversy with Chad's English voice actor stepped down due to um, cultural appropriation and how he didn't want to voice black or uh, Mexican or uh, um, Indian characters anymore. And everyone was like, well, by that knowledge, should you be even doing any dubbing in Japanese then for for Japanese characters? Because all these characters that you're dubbing out, white characters, you know, they are Japanese characters. Uh so by your standing is it's quite stupid. But whether it is or isn't is my point to argue here. Uh all I wanted to say was the new voice actor is very similar and did a very good job at Chad, so well done. Um all in all episode five subbed and episode one dubbed, both amazing. And uh I got no complaints. Alright,
0: uh moving along, we have uh the hot new anime. Uh, of the season. We have Chainsaw Man.
1: Weird. Fucking weird episode. Uh, after we defeated Batty, there was then another tentacle kind of demon that tried to molest Denji. Rift his arm off. Denji still defeated him with a stubby little chainsaw head because he used too much blood. Uh, and then we get into them trying to say, well, did Power set you up? And he's like, no, Power didn't set me up. He covers for Power. Uh, and then Power ends up coming to, <coughs> to live with Denji. And this other and the other guy Aki, and they end up in the bathroom, and uh, the episode cuts when she says, "So Denji, do you want to squeeze my boob three times? Because I owe you for three squeezes." And uh... yeah, that was that was about it, guys. I got I got nothing else for you. That was how the episode went. Uh, you know, it was good. Like like don't get me wrong, I'm I'm T power from the start. You guys know how I feel about Makima. Um. Yeah, that was it was just an odd episode, man. Funny but odd. I mm. like <laughs> how she old
0: boobs squeezes. And all I'm thinking myself is, ah, boobs. The best the stress jokes. relief ball you could ever have. Unfortunately, it's also attached to the most stress inducing device. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh, the She's irony crying. of that
0: is not lost. Hmm. Moving along, though, we have a new one added to our reporting lineup, Arknights Animation Prelude to Dawn.
1: So if anyone doesn't know what Arknights is, this is a mobile game. And after three years, they finally got an anime. And it's a great game. I really enjoyed it when I did play it. I didn't play it a lot. Um, but we had a great first couple of episodes based on the popular mobile game. It was really enjoyable and action-packed and filled with a great story. Plus Buddy Girls, I mean, come on, we all know how I feel about Fran. Uh, from FF12. And, you know, it all. It tells the tale of the infected and how the non-infected uh, treat them like shit. And you've got this one group who are trying to uprise against them and cause all this havoc and take over. And this other group, which is a pharmaceutical company, which is where we are, um, who are trying to advocate for peace on both sides, so kind of like playing a middle ground. Uh, they get called idealists from both sides and that's basically where we're at. We followed the Doctor, not from Doctor Who. Don't get worried. Um, who's lost his memories, but he's a great strategist, and I think is meant to portray like the player from the game. So the Doctor's like meant to be the player. Um, and yeah, I've I've got no complaints. It's greatly animated, great story, great action, and really really enjoying it. I recommend everyone gives it a go. Well, you know, the only thing <laughs> is, is I I won't lie,
0: Fran's the only reason I played as long as I did in, uh, I think it was Final Fantasy XII, because I couldn't really get into it, but, you know, Fran.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna pretend you didn't say any of that by the Fran stuff, okay? And we're gonna move on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Moving along, we have uh, the character versus character, so before I pull up the image, which I accidentally leaked a little bit earlier, but I think I got off fast enough that people weren't looking, uh, what what is our parameters for this week's character? Versus so our character.
1: parameters for this week, guys, was old men. So we're talking like their knowledge, their wisdom, their power, their attitude, their design. And I was not allowed to use Master Roshi. I just want to make you are not know. allowed to use Master Roshi. Okay? Listen, listen, Master he's Roshi just was, a he's just a turtle hermit perv. Okay. <laughs> Look, if, if Lam was cultured in his anime, I would have even allowed him, to. most people uh, know what this is, to pull out Jiraiya, who's probably j- not that far from me and his blo- broken is broken uh, as Master Roshi. So that's all I have to say here, okay? He had full reign. It's no Master Yoshi. I'm right. sorry. I had
0: many different old men to choose from. I just chose one that I thought <laughs> had, had an interesting story, and I chose a different kind of strength. As usual, I always take things. He
1: always tries to be different and loses because he tries to be different. <laughs> Whether I win or lose, I don't care. <laughs> I'm proud of this one, though, guys. This one looks straight fire. So uh... look, look at this image. Look at this image, guys. Yeah. Look at this image. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is that old man. So it's Genryu Yamamoto from Bleach versus Kuzen Yoshimura from Tokyo Ghoul. Yep. Yes. You take it away this time, Rob I did last week. Uh, so, when I was looking at
0: it, he never really tells me the full parameters. He just says, old man! Okay, you go find an old man. Um, this is why we always look at things a little bit differently, so contrary to what he tells you and stuff, I don't fully know all the aspects of our character versus character. So, that's my fine, route I right. took with this old man character is I wanted someone who had both external and internal strength, uh, which knowing this particular character he's a triple s rated ghoul who uh provides nightmares for everyone but at the same time uh you know he curses his own existence uh doing it purely for survival uh mellowed out found solace through the waitress at the cafe he frequented as they married and had a child um and then tragically the mother died and his daughter was taken uh, and ever since then, he adapted and overcame the emotional trauma of losing everything and decided to become a better man. And now, as he owns the coffee shop, he he became a kind, generous man who uh, spews wisdom and reasonability, which garners adoration res- and respect from the employees. He shows compassion, he shows sympathy, and he understands what Kaneki is going through, despite never having experienced it himself and he offers to gently guide him. However, this demeanor does not shy away from his unmatchable strength and speed as one of the strongest schools ever.
1: Is, he's not wrong, Kai. Watch you go Alright, and now you can take it away. So, Genryu Yamamoto, the head captain of the 13 Court guard squads of Bleach, the guy who I was just talking about today, who pretty much inspired everyone again. Um has the ability uh, to conjure flames, basically. His sword is pure fire. Um, when he goes into Shikai mode, uh, everything becomes like a thousand degrees, and when he goes into Bankai mode, he's got flames that can also summon the dead. <coughs> um, but he can't use his Bankai unless it's a life or death situation, because it can burn up pretty much everything around him. Um he is wise beyond his years. No one actually knows his true age. Uh, we know he's trained thousands and thousands and thousands of uh soul reapers. Obviously, he's technically dead, um, being a soul reaper. Um So, yeah, I mean my guy's strong. He's he's had a lot of time to harness his strength. Uh attitude's piss poor. He's he's an old man at heart. You know, he, he go mellows him a bit. He learns certain things from Ichigo, like how to actually behave on certain situations. And maybe your laws shouldn't always be abided by. Um, so he does have some good character development. Spoilers um, for manga uh, for anime only. Uh, but he does, unfortunately, die. Obviously, I mean, he can't live forever. Uh, but, you know, our man is strong. Our man is incredibly fast, uh, wise, piss-poor attitude. Um And as an amazing character that's like. I, I like both these characters, so it's hard for me. Which by the way, I know
0: Revenant's still in the chat. I don't know if he's in the chat per se, but I know he's still watching. I did just get the tracking number for your item that you won, so I'm gonna give it to you after the end of this podcast. Um But uh yeah, definitely an interesting matchup between these two. You know? Uh like I said, me, I just wanted to go for someone who, regardless of the situation, just seems to always have an internal strength and calmness about him. I, you know, one of my favorite kind of things to say is, uh, it's not the one who talks the most that is the one that needs to be feared. The <laughs> one who talks the most is usually the, uh, is usually not someone to be feared. However, the one who doesn't speak, who, uh, Can hold his tongue. Is the one you need to fear. Because the one who holds his tongue. If he steps up. You're going to have an issue. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And when you. For me when I watched Tokyo Ghoul. I had no idea until it was revealed. That he was the triple S monster. That everybody had feared. Because he gives off no vibes whatsoever. That that is who he is. You know. So to sit here and watch him. Control the coffee shop, care about everybody else, so on and so forth, and give no vibes whatsoever about who he truly was. I mean, you just thought he was just a smiling old man who just cared about everyone. You know what I mean? And then it it gets revealed, and it's like, holy shit, dude. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. So. Well, I have no idea
1: who would win this fight, so. I Yamamoto. mean, in Australia, up fight. I've I, my money's on Yamamoto, but not other other aspects. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I quite like Kusin's character. I've been uh, <coughs> I've always been a very big Tokyo Ghoul fan.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, so my bias is showing a little bit here.
0: Well, I also like the fact that the only reason I remember the main <coughs> girl's name and stuff is because she just happens to have the same freaking name as uh the first like person in the harem and data live and that's toka yeah (laughs) you know but the funny thing is is she was that. so toka (laughs) did all the right things for me um you know basically she you know obviously had the looks and stuff but what i mean by that is like i can't stand when they're immediately just drawn to them as a main character uh And if there is some that are like that, it's fine, but there needs to be at least one character that's drawn to the main character only after giving him shit all the time and slowly grows attached, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and if you've watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. She could not care less about Kaneki in the beginning, but over time, you can tell, even though she doesn't want to admit it, she cares for him. Yeah. So. I agree all right um, uh, but yeah interesting matchup either way but it is at this point that we are going to go into our anime highlights uh so recommended animes from the last uh year or two starting off with in the land of Leodale. Dale so that was the trailer for the land of Leodale. so uh Mikey why is this highlighted?
1: This was an anime from two seasons ago. Really enjoyed it. It was a nice little fairy tale anime with decent enough story and action to pique my interest. I recommend you all go give it a watch. It's a great little highlight for the series.
0: Alright, it does look interesting and it sounds like it's got some really good music too, so that's always a plus. Uh, oh yeah,
1: it was really fun.
0: And next up you had... uh, Wait, hold on. Why is this here? Oh, because that is... our. Uh, so, yeah. I forget sometimes that the titles change. Uh, I literally put good choice when he chose this one and stuff. It's called uh, Life with an Ordinary Guy Who Reincarnated into a Total Fantasy Knockout. The ironic thing is, the reason I put good choice is I was planning on putting that there. <laughs> 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 Which is why, when we go on to the... Lambency Show recommends, why instead of doing one each, I was like, no, screw this, I'm doing two. So we had three total. <laughs>
1: but uh, Lambency was being greedy, basically. <laughs> well, no, because
0: you took both of the anime <laughs> highlights.
1: I always do. I, I always do both anime highlights. <laughs> Lambency was being greedy, as usual. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm being greedy. When you when yes. you do uh, between the anime highlights and the recommends, you do three of four every single week, but I'm the greedy yep. one. Yep, you are. <laughs> here's a trailer. There's, there's, trailer here's a trailer <laughs> freaking dodo bird I couldn't really find a decent trailer so I kind of went for basically what the gist of the whole anime is about uh, which can be summed up basically in that scene yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'll there's be honest if it wasn't for Yamada, Yamada and the seven witches I probably wouldn't have watched this uh, Have you, you remember when I recommended that one um yeah. Because it's just such a weird premise, but after I watched the Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches, I was more receptive to it and stuff, so I gave this a shot, and I was just laughing throughout. <laughs> like, there are so many funny scenes. And then the whole fact that, you know, <laughs> the will-they-won't-they they aspect if you catch my trips. Yeah, I got you. But uh, why did you recommend it?
1: Because it was funny as fuck. That <laughs> right? was, was, was the a show of it. It was just hilarious. <laughs> I just found it hilariously funny. That, that was the only reason I recommended it.
0: I agree. I agree. So, up next is uh, my first, uh, for the Lambert Sea Show recommends, it's my first recommendation, which is Skeleton Night, in Another World. Uh, you know, this. This anime, I watched it mainly because I had already watched um, Overlord. And just like Einzul Gold, Gold, uh, he also is a character who basically just gets stuck with a former uh, video game character, basically. Um, and, again, he also is overpowered and gains some allies along the way. But it, I feel like... They kind of go hand-in-hand, hand, however, where Einzul Gold went, uh, we're gonna take over the world route, uh, Skeleton Knight went a different route trying to protect people, if that makes any sense, so, like, while Einzul Gold has commendable aspects and stuff, he definitely wants to do evil deeds in order to get to where he needs to be, whereas the Skeleton Knight... He, he don't care about none of that. He's not trying to create his own kingdom. He's not trying to do anything but the right thing for the right price. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get you. You
1: know, what about you, Mikey? What do you think about Skeleton Knight? I've seen it. I think it was all right. It wasn't like my favorite show of the season, but it was all right.
0: Oh, it was still, it, you know, it wasn't the best, but it was certainly, definitely, you know, a good anime to watch and stuff and it I has wouldn't some interesting say
1: It was amazing. I wouldn't say it was terrible. That's that's pretty much my my thoughts on it. I didn't really have any good or bad thoughts on it. It was I watched it, I wasn't super amazed, but I wasn't super disappointed. It was a nice watch but they definitely think they could have done better.
0: Fair enough. And then we have your first uh, Lambert Sea show recommends, which is
1: High Rise and Invasion. High Rise was great. Uh, it's very dark, very gruesome, not for the faint of heart. Uh, it's basically kill or be killed. There's a str- struggle for survival. I'm not sure if we're getting a season 2 rev. It hasn't been confirmed or it hasn't been cancelled either. Um, it's kind of in limbo. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It has it hasn't even been a year yet, so we'll see. Uh, but it was very, very good. and it, I mean, if you liked it, go read the manga for sure, because the manga's even better. Fair enough. And then,
0: uh, last but not least, we have...
1: Uh... Hensuki, are you willing to fall in love with a perfect as long as she's cute?
0: Thank you. Okay, so that was a trailer. It doesn't really explain a lot. Uh, I don't know what I just did. Uh, anyways, so basically... What ends up happening in this particular anime. I don't know where that thing went like at all. Um, whatever. So basically what ends up happening is. There's a guy who's basically just been single his entire life. Uh, and as he's leaving school one day. He notices that someone left him a love letter. And a pair of panties. Uh, so he spends basically the entire time anime trying to search to figure out whose panties these belong to as you know he first of all love letter second of all panties you know he definitely wants to uh he's never had a girlfriend or anything else like that so he's highly interested in whoever it may be and he's got several candidates it could be um and all of them end up being interested in him which is ironic he just i guess he just never really spoke to him and that in depth. And he, he also is kind of clueless, just your typical, you know, harem uh, male character, if you catch my drift, Like, he's kind of clueless. Uh, but it's still a very good anime with a twist at the end, which uh, people may or may not like. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I don't know I if i have seen, seen it, but... One.
1: I don't think I've seen this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So we are going to move along to the news section.
1: Do, 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 yes, yes, sweet. Oh, let me get it up.
0: Let me get it up as well. On a manga news. Alright.
1: Where am I? There the title I of that. Oh, God. That's not our first one. Don't worry. Above it.
0: This one? Yeah.
1: Kadokawa. So Anime News Network has been acquired by Kadokawa who is a well-known animation anime distribution brand. Them acquiring a news network? Will it make them bias towards their own stuff? I'm not sure. Uh, it's going to be an interesting move. I haven't seen something similar like this, honestly. Um, not sure what they're going with this. Then we've got my life as Inukai Sans, a dog, anime key visual, begins on January sixth. January is looking goated, guys. It looks so good. Um, but yeah, that that those expressions already is making me go, ah, uh, the fuck. Then we've got my daughter left the nest and returned an S rank adventurers, receiving an anime adaptation. Character designs look sick. No date for that yet. We've got Campfire Cooking is in Another World with My Absurd Skill anime trailer. Begins in January 2023, done by Studio Mapper. Means you know it's going to be good. A Galaxy Next Door anime trailer begins in April 2023. Very nice character design there. That time I got reincarnated as a slime of the movie Scarlet Bond. Has received an anime trailer and is scheduled for November 25th in Japan. Uh, a little bit of a funny story for you uh, guys. So Drake ended up posting a load of hentai screenshots on his Instagram, uh, all to promote uh, an album rollout. And uh, yeah, yeah, Drake, what were you doing, bro? What was what, going on here? <laughs> it was some very sus scenes. Uh, I couldn't open up full, these full images to post them down below because, yeah, you would get banned. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm not sure where he was going with this. Kind of kind of a weird move there, Drake. Uh this is what I was talking about earlier, guys. Jameson Price to all the many fans of Bleach I have loved being a part of the Bleach universe and voicing Chad. It was a difficult decision to say no to coming back for Thousand Blood War, but I no longer audition for roles of people of colour. Representation matters, access matters. But it doesn't matter because you're still voicing Japanese people. You know, you're still doing anime. where where it's not just skin colour. If you want to do representation and access, you either go the whole hog, or you realise what you're saying is just bias, and you're just feeding to the masses, who are all just crying out for... why people shouldn't be voicing black people. No, it's bullshit. It's stupid. You voiced this character for over 300 episodes. Why? What's so different now? It's ridiculous. Ugh. Um... Here we had the event news, which I've covered today, but it was for the TV anime 10th anniversary event. New work written by someone or other. Delivered by Overwhelming Immersive Experience type video production, which is where we got the announcement. It was called SEO Full Dive. And then we got Uma Masu- Umamusume, Pretty Derby Road, the top. Anime teaser trailer, scheduled for spring 2023. And the one below that was what we've already covered today, is the SAO film.
0: Alright, yeah, we definitely had a fair bit of uh, things happen this past week, haven't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, we have. Definitely have,
0: definitely have. I just, uh, I can't wait for the SAO stuff, I'll be honest, especially like the video game. Because oh, no. I've, a, I've over here and the, one of the things is like, I have some time to game, but the thing is, is like, I was really kind of like full sending into hollow realization only for me to lose all my files. And after having over 500 hours on that game, like obviously full sending, um, I'm not willing to go through that again. Like I still have the game, but I'm not doing it again. You know what I mean? So having a new game, then it's like, oh, okay, well, now it makes sense because I can play it from the you know, beginning and I don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, again, you know, this is the Weekly Anime Recap brought to you by The Lambency Show. You can find us on com, where you can see all of our latest episodes find all the platforms that we are on podcast wise between spotify apple and so on and so forth uh we also have articles that we post and we have more info about the hosts and our sponsor links all over there and stuff so feel free to check us out at com. that being said though this will be the end of this podcast (laughs) she said hentai i heard it (laughs) that's gonna be the end of this podcast we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and until next time enjoy yourself